0: Let's get right to the news. Yo, what's good? It's your girl, freaking Tara. So, welcome to the very first episode of Conspiracies 101, which is basically going to be my podcast, obviously. Now, obviously, you don't know about me, so my name is Tara. I still go to school. Um... On this podcast, you will hear a bunch of um, urban legends, a bunch of myths, a bunch of conspiracy theories, a bunch of criminal cases, a bunch of everything, sometimes even movie reviews. I'm interested in that era stuff. So um, I do a lot of commentary. I do a lot of that. So um, I'm not really good at explaining a lot. So let's just get started into the very first episode of Conspiracy One. Now, to kick off the very first episode of Conspiracy 211 is the Sally, ha- Sally House story. So, if you don't know what the Sally House is, it is one of the most haunted houses, I would say, in America. Um, There's people and, like, investigators, tourists, a bunch of people came to the house just to investigate it just to see if anything was real and I'm going to explain what it is. (laughs) So Latalia's story is in a a class by itself. Um there have been full body aberrations which are orbs, ghosts, um and um objects flying through the air. So that's hella creepy. Items have moved been um, misplaced or lost only to reappear to show up later and at another location. Um, there's been a lot of sightings of, like, cups going from one side of the house to another. Or something going from downstairs to upstairs. And there's been a bunch of pictures that have been taken that have orbs and in it. And things fucking floating. It's really, really scary. Um... So, yeah. So phantom furniture has been heard along with thumps, thuds, knocks, scratching, and sounds of animals and disembodied human voices. So let's say you were recording something. Um, maybe you were just recording to see if anything talked. You could hear small voices. Um, you could hear very faint animal noises. Just, so it's like just like, it's kind of like you're a uh, psych you're freaking a psycho, and you just hear voices and scream. Um, although some have been heard with the just your bare ear, others have um, been in um, others have been heard with um, this thing called EVP, which is um, an electronic voice phenomena. Phenomenon, yes. Um, so there, so in the EVP, there's been depicting of voices of men, women, and children, and You can also, like, usually when they talk, you can experience extreme smells that are very chillingly familiar or real. real. I don't know. (laughs) So lastly, and most famously, there's been physical harm to people people who stayed there or visited in forms of scratches, burns, and even cuts. Um, although the majority of these attacks often been centered uh, on Tony Pickman, there have been a few others who have also focused on the physical harassment. So the um, physical harm doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen. So that's scary and that's something I would not want it So Investigations into the Sally House story continue, but it was initially investigated by the television show Sightings back when Tony and Deborah Pittman lived there with their newborn son in 1993. Numerous psychics have entered the picture in order to help along the way, including Barbara Connor um, and the world-renowned Peter James, who has worked on the haunting of the Queen Mary for many, many years. A Queen Mary is another... Dreaming on to play America. Who knows? You might get that soon. In another episode. Um, some believe that um, what exists in this house is evil. Um, they're evil entities, evil spirits, just everything in there is based off hatred and negativity. And um, some believe that these entities within the house are reaching out in need of our help. So that's another belief. Um, also, some believe that tony pickman was doing it himself which tony pickman is the first person who ever documented the sally house and after that it just went viral which i don't think it seems viral um, because like the activities continue without his presence in some of his videos and in the series so some also believe it's just much more going on there than we can imagine but Another theory is that people just believe it's all hoax and it's all staged. A multitude of monitoring equipment has been utilized to help determine what is causing the strange occurrences in this small little house on the bluffs of the Missouri River. The equipment includes, but is no way limited, to digital and analog voice recorders, infrared and heat-sensitive video cameras, electromagnetic meters, environmental meters, and many more. Many misti- uh, many investigative groups um, have used dowsing rods, which if you don't know what those are, is basically they're long metal rods that so, like you hold and then like you can ask them a question and the sticks will move and like inwards I believe is yes, outwards like no and like they just move on their own. People have used crystals, which I've actually never seen anybody do that, and pendulums. Some have tried to set up controlled ESP situations to experiment with more possibilities. Since the activity seems to be pretty constant and frequent, some groups um, dedicated to learning more about the paranormal um, by literally having it on their own laboratory for just this house. Um, People spent many years working on this house to maybe uncover some type of truth. Or they've just been trying to uncover the question that we've all freaking been uh, wondering. Is there ghosts? Is this place actually haunted? So, what do you guys think? Do you think it's just a hoax? Do you think it's evil? Do you think it's maybe people reach out for help? Do you think it's spirits who have some business, unfinished business that they need to finish? Who knows? Um. But, many people have attained some remarkable evidence, not only expanding on the history of this house, but also furthering the study of paranormal activity. So, people dedicate their lives to the study of paranormal activity. Paranormal activity is one of the biggest wonders in our world. Is it real? Is it fake? Spirits are they real are they not like it's just a lot to handle. Um now let's get into the like real kind of like story or like what it started out as. So what it started out was a simple haunting on um, one little girl named Sally and it developed like tremendously into a list. Of multiple people haunting that house some people actually think that over the years more um, spirits or entities have come to reside with the walls of these houses um, people believe that I don't know they just visit they just call the place home has big become a doorway to their side where the spirits we encounter move on after their visit could it be a portal to hell, who knows, man? Um, uh, freaking, when they did live, a lot of people wonder who was it, who was there, when did they live, and what do they want? Why have they stayed behind? And is there something that they need to share with us? And what would that be? Um, how is that spirits or ghosts are able to move objects, show us their likelihood? Li- messes to speak to us. There are just some of the questions that come to mind when we all want to seek the answers. I believe that when there's a spirit, it is um, an entity who either doesn't know that they're dead, that still needs help, that needs help with light, or they have unfinished business that they need to do in order to pass. Um, Most of the human race has an innate human curiosity about events we cannot explain. The scientific and logical principles currently being employed have not been able to explain many of the nuances attached to hauntings, and all paranormal investigators have an overwhelming desire to do that. So, for the reasons stated above of what I just said, the site is co-founded and was supported by Tony and Deborah Pickman and Renee Leaker. Um, so, yeah. Now, this information might not make sense. Um, well, information. I mean, no, 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 it's not right. Information provided for some paranormal things won't make sense because they'll seem fabricated. They'll seem maybe too bland, to have people interested in it. Um, Sally House, so let's, I can't speak. So let's see some statings or some quotes that friggin' Tony and Deborah and Renee said. So I believe this one's from Deborah. Although Tony and I have never owned the house and have not lived in the house since October of nineteen ninety-four, we continue to meet with others who have an interest in our our experience and evidence. Up until two thousand seven, Renee, Tony and I continued to investigate the house. We continue to work hard to make available the experiences of others and their details and their investigations. Our ability to validate the factual representation of their claims, however, stops when third-party information is offered. There is simply no way to validate the work of those who you don't know without being part of each group, knowing their standards of practicing concerns and investigation, or knowing the intentions and integrity each group has. So, basically, (laughs) Sally House. So basically, I don't know. I can't speak then. When people investigate, especially the Sully House, Tony and Deborah and they kind of need to do like an interview almost to get the privilege to investigate because people might want. People might lie about a certain occurrence. People might lie about it because of fame. People might just want fame. People. They need to know, like, your skill level of investigation, your best your, your skill level of knowing paranormal, different types of paranormal activities, knowing how to tell from a, maybe a dark entity to a innocent entity, so, yeah, also, some work, um, I didn't think I mentioned this, but, with some work and more investigation that they found i believe i have to background my background check this but they believed that sally they said was a little girl so i believe the investigators did some background check about uh, the haunting of a girl named sally they did a a check around that house and they found out i think an older black woman had that house, but it wasn't a little girl. So, investigator's like, yo, what the frick? So, they found out that, you know, it was black woman. So, now there's another theory that the girl, because there's been sightings seeing that girl. They think the little girl, Sally, is, what's that word called? Um, I believe they took the, They believe a demon or the devil Took the form of a little girl To mess with people's Mind stuff I have my laptop out right now And I'm going to do a background check Because I want to believe I believe what I'm saying is correct But then again I might be like 100% wrong So what I'm saying is that I remember. All right. So this house was built in the mid 1800s in the community of Ashington. The home of the home on uh, 508 North Second Street has seen its fair share of owners over the years, um, including us. A family of a six-year-old girl named Sally who died in the home during a botch of appendicitis surgery. I don't believe it. I believe I... I know for a fact. Not for a fact, but... I must be hella crazy because I remember... Hmm. I don't know. I remember about the house. They said it was... i'm sorry guys i thought i was going somewhere but i wasn't so my information is a little over like everywhere i'm sorry it's probably not even easy to keep up with you probably like all hella confused but like we said it was built in 1800s until, but not until like the mid nineteen nineties, it's, it's where um, the Sally story gained popularity from telling Jumper Um But I think so. The story, so let's just read the story that people, or most people say. So the storyline is that the owner was a the owner was a doctor who had an affair with an African American housemaid. Resulting in the birth of a child named Sally. When she was around six to seven, she became ill, and it was determined that she needed to have her appendix taken out. But the doctor didn't want anyone to know about Sally, so he refused to take her to the hospital, and she passed away. Mother was very angry and attacked the doctor, resulting in her death. Sally's death. The doctor was away, and Sally and her mother remained as spirits in the house. The mother is still grieving her child and is though. And is the one who attacks the visitors but Sally is a happy ghost and tries to play with the children that move in no family stay very long due to vicious attacks usually in adult males um, so people suspect the doctor buried the bodies of Sally um, and her mother somewhere in the premises basement um, so, someone said when they've been to Slayhouse, the curtains caught fire in um, the man's bedroom, um, they've been scratched at Slayhouse. Um, some people say that they've not done anything physically, like nothing physically happened to them at Sally but it has interesting photos, which people believe obviously that it's Sally so even though my information is everywhere what is your guys's theory do you think it's um do you think that cell house, house is really haunted do you think it's a myth or a bit legend or do you like know or do you really not know or do you really don't care like <laughs> i personally am on the verge of i don't know because, like, I, I kind of want more evidence to prove that, you know, freaking the Sally house is, you know, like, haunted. But, I think if you, like, went there, I'm pretty sure some, some crazy stuff would go down. Yeah, but, I don't, So I think it, it could be haunted, but I don't think of just Sally or Sally's mom. Because that house was then again very old, built in the eighteen hundreds. So it could either be like if you're creaking, it could just be of how old the house is. It could not even be Sally besides mom. It could be another another entity, another spirit, because of the house's age. But I don't know. I feel like this case is really debatable. Um because just it, because you know, not everything online is true. Not videos, sometimes always clickbait TV shows, or always kind of hoaxed. So I guess it, like unless you visited, you kind of have the opinion of not technically knowing, but. We have a lot of proof, like there's a lot of pictures, videos, Um, we have a lot of evidence now that we probably would have in the 1990s, but it's a hit or miss. I think that it is a very interesting story, Um, but I don't think it's something I would want to spend my free time, my investigation time on if I had any. I would, I mean, like, I don't don't mess with ghosts. That's the first thing, though. If you mess with ghosts, you are hella dumb. Like, you're really, really, really dumb. And that's not okay, so. I say, do your research on the side if you dare visit it. um, I don't think I'd visit something that's haunted for fun. I think I'd do it if I was, like, investigative or detective. So neat. I guess that is gonna be all for today's episode. Um, if you're wondering, like, yo, how often you're gonna post? Even if it's, you know, what if no one even you know, follows me, well, that's okay because it's not to my friend. But I don't know, guys. Freaking, if you can, I don't know what the app does, but if you can comment. Um, on what maybe other things you'd like to see next. Um, I will be making an Instagram page. So, stay tuned for that in the next episode. But, I don't know really the frequency I'm going to be posting. But, I guess it just really depends. So, eat. Also... Um, my dad has a podcast. It is called 360 Him and his friend does it, and he they talk about military things. They talk about a bunch of different things. They have sponsors, and they're pretty lit and they're pretty cool. So they're not sponsoring me, but you know, go add them on Anchor because they post. They have like twenty two episodes. A lot of people love them and they also have a facebook page called fallon360 and instagram at 360 as well and 360s are so just 360s not wording or anything so without further ado see you guys <laughs>